The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, Ozzy This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey there, guys. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to the channel for this installment of Open Mic, the show where the mic is open. The floor is yours. What topics do you want to discuss in this great big world of movies, movie news, TV, and streaming? That is what we are here to discuss today. And uh, I am, of course, your host, John Campia, good to have you guys here. I'm joined by Ray Ora. Hey, what's up? Jonathan Voiko's here. Good afternoon. And you guys are here. And listen, there's two different ways for you to get a topic or a question on open mic. Number one is using our tip link. You can use that tip link anytime, 24-7, any hour of the day by going to www.streamelements.com slash John Campia slash tip. Or if you are watching the show live right now, you can just use the Super Chat feature in the chat. And if your question is appropriate for the show, we we will get around to addressing it here today. Got um, something I thought we should talk about first before we get going. You know, somebody wrote in, I think it was on open mic. Somebody wrote in on open mic the other day saying that they thought they heard that Bad Bunny was no longer going to be in El Muerto. Now, remember, the studio, Sony, out of nowhere, pulled El Mirato off the release schedule and it was gone. And a lot of us at the time started speculating and thinking like, I don't think this movie's going to happen because they didn't even give it a new date. It's not that they pushed it. They just pushed, pulled it right off the release schedule. Now they made no announcements or anything like that about Bad Bunny's involvement or anything. Well, the person who wrote in was right because according to this report here on IGN, uh, Bad Bunny has apparently confirmed that he will no longer be starring, starring in the Spider-Man spill-off El Muerto, uh, but that doesn't mean that the movie isn't is quite dead yet. So, according to the article, they're basically saying that they are still moving forward with developing this Marvel-based movie over in the Sony universe. They've been hit and miss with those. They've had a couple of big, big, big wins, like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, the first Venom. I love the first Venom. I really like the second Venom too, but then you also got Morbius, uh, which, you know, we're not going to talk a lot about Morbius. No need to go there. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see how Craven the Hunter. I'm actually excited for Craven the Hunter. I don't know if it's going to turn out to be any good or not. We'll have to wait and see. Here's what I think. I don't think this movie's going to happen at all, to be honest with you. I don't think it's going to happen at all. I mean, they can say it's still in development and why not? Like, why not keep trying to go back to it, get some writers in a room, get some story editors in a room, see if you can come up with something special. Why not go for it? But I, I think at the end of the day, it's just not going to happen. And honestly, I think they killed this movie when they announced that they were going to put Bad Bunny in it. 
Now, listen, Bad Bunny is a global phenom, world-leading entertainer, all that good stuff. And I didn't even mind him in that picture of him in Bullet Train. I mean, he wasn't great in Bullet Train, but, but he was fun, right? It was fun. But he wasn't the lead actor. He wasn't Brad Pitt in it. The weight of the movie was not on his shoulders. He's not an actor. He's not an actor. And nine times out of ten, when you try to thrust somebody who's not an actor in a situation, it doesn't go well. There's the one out of ten times. There are exceptions. It happens. But when it only really happens 10% or less of the time, that's not a good bet. And I remember being at CinemaCon in Las Vegas when they brought Bad Bunny out on stage and said he's going to be the lead in this new movie. I remember thinking, he's one of the biggest stars in the world. Yes. But... Just because you put one of the biggest stars in the world in a movie does not mean people are going to go out to see the movie. We've been talking lately about Taylor Swift, right? Swift is unquestionable. Just swept up at the VMA Awards last night, by the way. Won, like, all the major awards. But, you know, she was in Cats. (laughs) Nobody went to go see Cats. She was in Amsterdam. Nobody went to go see Amsterdam. I don't think any movie fans are about to go just because Bad Bunny was in it. And then now you're doing a movie with somebody who's not even an actor supposed to be doing the main acting in the movie. I just always thought it was a bad idea. And, you know, I still, I was still interested because I thought this character was a really cool one to take a swing at the bat with. But I I don't know. So IGN is saying they're they're still going to develop it. I'm sure they are. I just have my doubts that it's going to happen. Sony's going to do it. You think so? You think they're going to the trigger on this? Like, like all the Marvel properties that they've chosen that, and that are coming out, Madam Web and stuff. I mean, I but can Madam see Madam Web has a direct connection to Spider-Man, right? And, and they could make El Morto have that connection too uh, somewhat because like all the comic covers that I've seen of El Morto, because it's hard to find a picture of him. He's a, he's a rare character. Like that's not exposed sure. a lot. The only pictures I see of him are him having Spider-Man a headlock or something like that. So yeah, but there's going to be some sort of Madam Web, the right? Reason- it's it's like it's got it's got the Spider-Man stuff right in. I'm not defending that they're making Madam Web. I I agree that was a weird choice is, of the movie to make, but it's at least it seems more in the Web Spider the, family. This is one of the small areas where me and you completely disagreed about Bad Bunny, and we still do. Like for me, I the upside. I I know the acting thing. I get your side totally. I totally get it. But for me, I thought the upside was okay. This is not going to be a two-hour film. It's going to probably be an hour and a half introducing this character, have some fun. You have Bad Bunny. He has his his fans, but then he dipped into WWE too. So he might bring in some of the demographic because a lot of people really liked his wrestling when he was when he was doing that. Right, but none of that he makes might the bring movie in that better. It's all about money. That doesn't make a good it's, movie though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's about making money, right? Sometimes with Sony. I can get the marketing angle. I so, get so, the marketing angle. So and me for I, I really don't think he was gonna talk much in this to be honest. But he's the lead character. He's gonna be <laughs> ur, ur, ur. I, I I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. But okay, let's say we replaced him with oh the Blue Beetle actor. He's a he's a good uh, he's a Cholo. He's he's an he's an actor. We, we I'm all start, for it. Right. Sign me up. If we put them both in the same movie and they release them, don't you kind of think the Bad Bunny movie would make more money, even if it's a bad movie? Nobody went to go see Cats. A bad Bunny, bad movie. Nobody went to go see Cats. Nobody went to go see Amsterdam. It had one of the biggest music stars in the world in it. I, I again, listen. I understand from a marketing point of view, but as a movie fan, I want them to make decisions. I get it. Make some business decisions, but also 
Make decisions that's going to make your movie better. When you got to write a movie and say, okay, um, we got to cut the lead character's lines in half. <laughs> Why? Because of the actor, the actor we put in it. I mean, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? right. I mean, I, I, let, let's, let's, put, let's put it this way. If you had Sholo, right? Which and, I like. I like, I like I him like, a lot. He was he, really good in Blue he, Beetle. He I like that. my... Because that's my first exposure to him is Blue Beetle. Right. I don't watch Cobra Kai, so. Yeah, I've well, seen him with Cobra Kai. He's great. But, I, like, let's you? say they both had <laughs> equal amount of acting experience, and they were equal actors. And then you had to make a choice, put Sholo as the lead in the movie or put Bad Bunny as the lead in the movie. Bad Bunny. I mean, because he's as good of an actor, and he's way more famous and has some potential marketing upside. But... When you got the other guy, Sholo, or you could we could bring up any a lot of right. other actors, but let's say Sholo. You bring up Sholo, he is an actor and he's good at it. And he can carry a story and he can play a character. Right. Bad bunny? I don't know. Yeah. I, I I mean I, I, I totally get your point, man. But like for my for my side, it's okay. Let's say they they market it as an oh Bad Bunny did all his own stunts, which he, it could be possible. Imagine those sure. wrestling moves with a little bit of extra oomph with the uh, you know your special effects. This movie could be really cool looking with the slams and stuff like that, and like all the it wrestling. It could be very cool looking, yes, but is but, it going to be a good movie? I, I, okay, for me, I would I would watch it just to go see Bad Bunny. Because I knew he, because I, I like his alone. wrestling. I don't think you're alone. I, think I just be like this wrestling. Too. So if they if they use that to their advantage and he does his own stunts or a lot of them, I would be interested in seeing it. Especially if it's a short. It has to be a short movie. This can't be a two hour, you know, drama. It has to be in the ring, lucha libre, flying all over the place, having some grudge against Spider Man. I don't know. Whatever. By the way, uh, uh, Queen. Glamazona in the live chat is asking, why would they give Sholo another movie? Because he did a really good job in Blue Beetle. He wasn't the re reason the movie no, failed. The, the, Sholo being the lead in that movie is not the reason it didn't do well at the box office. It being a DCEU movie is the reason it did. It's the marketing department. It's, it's, the it's the distributor. It's not the actor's fault that the movie... All an actor can do is go into the movie and give the best performance possible. And Sholo did a really good job in that movie. And that's why if Blue Bunny appears in the next Blue Bunny, Bad Bunny? Uh, Blue Bunny, Blue Bunny, <laughs> Blue Bunny, Blue Bunny, I have ice cream on my, um, I have my ice cream on my mind. I think it's Blue Bunny, right? The Blue Bunny. Cream. It's so good. Okay. If uh, Sholo came back as um, Blue, Beetle. Blue Beetle. Beetle in the next uh, fate or James, which Dunn I don't fate, think he will. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. That's how much I think he's a, he played that character. He was well. good. I Listen, yeah. I, I don't believe he is going to come back. But I'll go on record right now. I'd be totally happy to see him come back. I thought he did a really good job in the movie. He 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 made me get emotionally attached to Jaime. I like he. I believed in the connection between him and the family. You felt that emotion. I thought he did a really really good job. Your and so only, your only reason to not want is because you really do want a clean slate, right? It'll confuse fans. It's is not, that your angle of it? That's part of it. Like I'm not against him coming back. I just don't see. With them starting a brand new cinematic universe, I don't see them recycling right, stuff right, that didn't succeed. Right, right, right. 
But again, if they did, I'm all for it because he's a good <laughs> no, actor. No one saw it, so it's not. Yeah, but no one saw it, so it won't make any difference. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, listen, with that down, we're going to move on and start taking your questions here. But before we get to those, we're going to take just a quick second and thank a couple of sponsors of today's episode of Open Mic, our friends at Masterclass and Vessi. We want to take a moment and thank the sponsor of this video, Masterclass. Guys, you know, as a small business owner, I am finding myself having to be in negotiations all the time, whether it's with new contractors, vendors, or even agencies that represent our company. Now, I don't like to go into these negotiations unarmed, so I found the perfect class on Masterclass, The Art of Negotiation by Chris Voss, a real-life former FBI lead hostage negotiator. Taking this class on Masterclass made me feel a lot more equipped and confident going into all these various negotiations. I have to do on a regular basis. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. An annual membership starts at just $10 a month, and you get unlimited access to every instructor, thousands of online lessons, exclusive content, insight, and much more. There are over 180 classes to pick from, everything from filmmaking with Martin Scorsese all the way to cooking with the great Gordon Ramsay. In Masterclass, you will find practical lessons that you can apply to your life and work. So guys, get unlimited access to every class. And right now, as a John Campy Show listener, you can get 15% off when you go to masterclass.com slash campia. That's masterclass.com slash campia for 15% off an annual membership. Masterclass.com slash campia. Guys, we want to take a second to thank a sponsor of this video, Vessi. Now, like me, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of Vessi, the shoe that claims to be incredibly comfortable and waterproof on top of that. Well, these claims are really interesting to me because as a Canadian who walked around in a lot of snow and as somebody who likes to go camping and hiking with his wife on the weekends, there's nothing more uncomfortable and horrible than walking around in wet feet. So after receiving my first pair of Vessis and noticing how incredibly good looking the shoes are and how mind boggling, comfortable and flexible they are, the first thing I did was I took them into the backyard to put it to the supreme waterproof test and dipped my feet in my pool. Guys, my feet were bone dry. And like 20 seconds after having in the pool and I touched them, the shoes themselves were also bone dry. Guys, seriously, these shoes are stupidly comfortable. They look great and they absolutely lived up to the claim of being waterproof and keeping my feet dry. I absolutely love my Vessi shoes. So guys, if you want shoes that are good looking, are ridiculously comfortable and on top top of all that waterproof, you need to head to Vessi.com slash Campia and get yourselves a pair today. Go to Vessi.com slash Campia and get shoes for your best summer yet. And thank you to our friends at Masterclass <laughs> and Vessi for sponsoring this episode. All right, guys, with that all down, woo, we're live. Uh, let's go over and start taking your questions, shall we? What do we got up first? Uh, that's what happens when you try to adjust the uh, tips <laughs> graphics and then you're running out of time. Anonymous writes, a character that will probably cameo in Deadpool 3 is Anna Paquin as Rogue. She's older and can easily play the classic version of the character with all the sass and green and yellow costume. And you can't have Channing Tatum as Gambit without Rogue. I don't know that I agree. Um, Because the reality is, I loved Anna Paquin's Rogue. But the reality is, she really wasn't used much at all, like after the first two X-Men films, really. She wasn't a presence at all, really, uh, much in, in Days of Future Past or First Class or, I mean, obviously Dark Phoenix. I mean, it's, she's just a character that's been gone for so long and wasn't used as primarily as, say, like a Jean Grey or something like that. So while I would be for it, because I adore Anna Paquin, 
I don't think that they're going to have her in there. I really don't. And besides, if they have Gam- Gambit cameo, it's going to be a cameo, right? It's not going to be a big story thread in the movie of the love between Gambit and Rogue. Like, if Gambit was a main character in the movie, I think that would increase the chances of a Rogue. But considering Gambit's probably going to be a glorified cameo, maybe a scene or two, maybe three, there's no reason to have Rogue in there. So I'm not going to discount it completely. I'm just going to say as a fan who doesn't really have knowledge about it, I'm just going to say I doubt it. But we'll see. All right, what's next? Edwin tipped, hey, John, John, and Ray, as much as I agree with you guys that Aquaman 2 might not make uh, half of of what the first one did, I do believe, like you guys, that the holiday release date might help it a bit. Uh, The real question is just how much. Listen, that holiday release date worked wonders for the first one, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the big... Everybody forgets it's not the summer. The biggest movie-going week of the year is Christmas. That's when most people go to the movies. It's crazy how many people go. And Aquaman, not taking anything away from how much it deserved it, but Aquaman really did get helped by that holiday release schedule. And I think it will, too. I still don't think it makes $500 million. But you know what? New trailer comes out tomorrow. I'm saying it will make more than 500. You're going to go I over hope, 500. I see. That's when I hope for everyone involved it does. Yeah. In the theaters. It, 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 he included me in that statement. I never said anything yet. Right now, I'm saying it's going to make 501. Whoa. 501, all right. I, I, think it, I think it's going to come in that 400 to 500 range, but I'm going to go with it. It won't crack. But again, I, I reserve the right to change my mind on that after the trailer drops on Thursday. Will it make more than Black Adam? Can you say that? I'll say yes. Well, that would be right okay. in there. And yeah, yeah but, could, but yeah. you know what? If it it's makes like, between four and 500, it makes more yeah. than Black Adam. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, we've got Cody Hunt Films. I, wa- I was watching Ahsoka last night and really loved how it was directed. Uh, the staging overall felt less stiff to me. I thought to myself, whoever directed this particular episode needs to do more. And sure enough, it was uh, Filoni. He's grown a lot since Mando season one. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Last night's episode of Ahsoka is the one that made me tap out of the show. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why, too, because I liked it, but I don't I, know I, any of that Clone Wars stuff. Yeah, I, I, I did not. I, I didn't like the yeah. I loved episode four, did not like last night's episode. But you know what? You know my philosophy on this. I believe that these I, I believe in doing this stuff to celebrate the things we love. That means we right. got to, we got to complain about the things that, that we need to complain about. But, you know, I, I don't want to. There's a reason I didn't do a, a review for it it's because I don't want to now spend the rest of my time week after week just bitching about it, right? It's like, you know what? Not for me. I, I, I guess I, I get driven crazy by people who don't like something and then they just keep complaining. They, they, make they keep it wanting their, just to keep complaining yeah, yeah. about it, right? It's like, I don't want to be one of those guys. So I'm just like, you know what? Three, four out of the five episodes for me have not been great. So I'm just going to respectfully tap out. I think I'm gonna we let, did that. Yeah. I'm going to let everybody who enjoys it continue to enjoy it without me raining on their parade and without me, as Chris would say, yucking on their yum. And just say, I hope everybody else enjoys it and hope everybody else likes it, but it's it's not for me. Don't worry. I'll keep a seat open for you. <laughs> All right. What's next? <laughs> Dwarf for UK rides. Magneto is the father of Wanda, so it's possible for both to be – or is it possible – for both to be in Deadpool 3. Whether they're related or not, it's possible those two characters could be in it, right? It has nothing to do with their lineage. And by the way, in the MCU, Magneto is not Wanda's father, right? Not in the not in the Marvel Universe, at the way they've set it up. Mm-hmm. In the comics, yes, but, I mean, they don't need that connection. Or, so it's possible she could be in there, but that possibility is completely divorced from the fact that in the comics, Magneto's her father, right? All right, what's next? All right, we're going to switch over to Supers. I just got a 
it, the stupid thing moved up on me. Here we go. Uh, Rampage Predacon writes, rest in peace to Tupac Shakur. Today is the 27th uh, anniversary of wow. his passing. I, I'm a huge fan of his music and movies. Uh, he was one, or he was in some great films like Juice, Poetic Justice, uh, and Above the Rim, Gone Too Soon. What was the music festival that I was had... Coachella. I was there. You were there the when they when the, they had the holographic Tupac. Yeah, it was a Dr. Dre concert, and he had he had like Snoop and everyone. And they what I, was that like? Like, because I remember watching that on a clip uh-huh. and like being blown away by what we were seeing. What was that to see? What was it that was like cool because it he wasn't it, like his image wasn't just fixed to one spot. It wasn't like an Obi Wan just popping up, right? And they would like react around him. You know what I mean? Like they reacted as if he was there. Now, yes, it was sort of like a ghostly image, but there was still color to it. You know, and I, just remember, I thought this is some Star Wars shit right here. When he was like, yeah, walking yeah. around and they were interacting and stuff like that. They were rapping together. I mean, that crowd, that was the main stage. That was the headline that night. Wow, and, that's at, great. and we were there weekend one because they do weekend two. So we had no idea what was happening. All and, right. And what's people next? lost it. Yeah. Uh, Haas TV writes, uh, episode five of I Am Groot season two is Jeffrey. Ro- oh, no, that was the old one. Uh, Haas TV writes, how often do you use your home theater compared to your regular TV? You know, that's actually a really good question. Um, not as much as you would think. Because, you know, our, our main TV, we have a 75-inch TV on the wall in the living room. So we, you know, eight times out of ten just sit down there. Now, when event television is on, like... We're watching the new episode of Game of Thrones or we're watching the new episode of or we're going to sit down and watch a movie or something like that. Then we go go into the theater room. That's also where the PlayStation is. So we're in there for that. But it's funny because Ann and I were just talking about how, you know what, we don't use the theater room enough because we just default to sitting on the couch with our dinner and watching the TV in the living room. But we're going to start trying to use it more. That's a good question. All right, what's next? We have uh, Paul Dean who writes, Hi, John and crew. I know you might say Ahsoka episode five was a lot of member berries, but I loved it, especially the flashback scenes. Uh, it, ha- it had a story purpose. I thought Hayden was great. Uh, thanks and bring on Filthy. I'm glad you thought so. <laughs> I celebrate that you thought so and that you enjoyed it. I think that's awesome. All right, what's next? <laughs> All right, then D-Train just asks, uh, no, we answered this, but no Ahsoka review, the best episode to date. Again, opinion. glad you thought so. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, we've got, uh, what What it do, baby? Have you guys seen the new Saw X AMC commercial? Yes, actually, somebody brought it up earlier, and then Ray had it queued up for me and Jonathan and Rob yeah. to watch afterwards. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was really funny. You I know think- what? Here's how good it is. I haven't had a lot of interest in watching Saw X. I now want to reward them for making that creative little commercial by going to see. Now I want to go see Saw X. All right. Hope Just you get, like it. It totally did its job. <laughs> Hope you like it, sir. That little piece, of, that little commercial they did completely did its job because it made me suddenly want to go see it. I think every movie studio needs to follow suit. And whatever big property they have, if they're coming out with a movie after the strikes and whatever, do it the same thing. I want to see every version, thing. every version of this Nicole Kidman uh, commercial. All right. Stuff. What's yep. next? We got Andy with a two-parter. Uh, one reason I love films so much is because they can give me an experience from the uh, director's view. I think movies can show me how directors possibly perceive the world from their eyes and senses. Also, I thought of this uh, while totally stoned and went through an entire journey from it. You know, um, 
one of the things I always say, but why movies are not just great, but why movies are important is because through the eyes of filmmakers, it's always great to look at the world through other people's eyes sometimes. That's how we grow and expand and, and, and widen our horizons, right? We get to see the world the way it is, the way it was, the way we fear it could be, the way we hope it could be. We get to imagine possibilities. We get to look at things and people and our human experiences through different perspectives. And and I think you just kind of nailed that and talking about like every director has a different way of looking at the world and, and their, the way their imagination works. And it's just such a rich experience. That's one of the reasons why I love movies so much is that they give us that opportunity. They give us that experience. And uh, that's why I've been such a passionate film fan my entire life. Well said. All right, what's next? Uh, AC23, John heads up where season three is the best yet. I cannot wait to watch. Again, I, I keep talking about it. I'm, I have been waiting for years for Warrior season three, and I have not had a chance to start watching it yet, but I've been hearing great things about it. I cannot wait. Very, very stoked to watch it. What? Uh, what where does it stream? Uh, it's on HBO. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. I got to add very to my excited. list. I've, uh, I I can't remember the last time I waited this long between seasons <laughs> to see a show. Like I, I'm so glad that it's even bad. more so than what we're waiting for House of the Dragon. It's been that long. Well, yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, unless you're talking about Game of Thrones to House of the Dragon. Oh, no, you know. But but no, like Warrior season two. I mean, I was still at Collider. Oh, wow. I think. Okay. All right. I might be over exaggerating that, but I think I was still at Collider when Warrior season two came out. All right, what's next? Lane Ford writes, uh, I don't get people upset about you not talking Ahsoka or One Piece. Not everything is for everyone. Why spend airtime on a show that's not for you? Uh, well, plus then you're faking it. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, listen, I also didn't do episode by episode reviews of Special Ops Lioness. Yeah. And a lot of people tell me that's the best show or on the TV bear. right now. What's that? Or the bear. Or uh, Yeah, I love the bear. And I didn't do week by week episode you know, uh, recaps and reviews of each episode of it. That would be ridiculous and it'd be too long. Sometimes I choose to do that with a show here or there. Uh, but, you know, I didn't do it with Secret Invasion. Uh, I think we talked about the first episode of Secret Invasion or something like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I'm sorry, get over it. <laughs> like I'm going to talk about some things. I'm not going to talk about everything. And like there's brand new, incredible television out there all the time. But we don't often talk about individual episodes. Sometimes we do, but most of the time that we don't. All right, what's next? Uh, Joe Donis T writes, Hi, John. John Array in the theater now waiting for my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. Oh. Uh, watching you on X-Real glasses during ads. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Dumb Money at 7 p.m. That Oh, I'm seeing Dumb Money and so are they at 7 p.m. Different theaters, though. So are me and Ray. Uh, big Fat Greek. Oh, no. big My Big Fat Dumb Money Double feature. Which of the two for you guys? Listen, the first original My Big Fat Greek Wedding is quite honestly one of the most special movies I ever watched. That that movie makes my heart smile. Just thinking about that movie makes my heart smile. It's charming and funny and endearing. And even though it's about a Greek family, oh my God, it looks like my Italian family. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities in there. And, and I just identified with it, you know, and it's just a special movie. The sequel was not so great. The television show was God awful. And mm. one of the worst things I'd ever seen. And so I'm, I'm curious to see three not all that excited about it, to be honest with you. But Dumb Money 
when they played that hmm. presentation for us at CinemaCon, and because I thought it was a neat idea, then they showed us the presentation at CinemaCon. I'm like, this looks like it has the potential to be one of the best films of the year. I, again, we didn't see the movie, only like a, a short 10 minute presentation, but I thought it, it looks like it has that potential. So I am dying to see this movie. Watch for our out of the theater re- reaction tonight because uh, we're going to go see it tonight. And man, I can't wait. I cannot wait. All right, guys, listen, we still got some more questions to get to. But before we do, we're going to take another quick break here and thank another couple of sponsors of today's episode, our friends at DraftKings and my mobile phone service provider, and they should be yours, Mint Mobile. We want to take a second to thank a sponsor of this episode, DraftKings. Football is back and in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on all the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. So get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code CAMPIA to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CAMPIA. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Guys, we want to take a second to thank a sponsor of today's video, Mint Mobile. Signing your life away to a big wireless provider is kind of like being trapped on a roller coaster from hell. Sure, it looks like fun at first. They probably even threw in a free phone. But now you can't get off. Month after month of insane bills and unexpected thrills, like overages and surprise fees. If that sounds like your current big wireless plan, it's time to get off the ride with Mint Mobile. For a limited time, wireless plans from Mint Mobile are just $15 a month. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for just 15 bucks a month. You guys know before I came to Mint Mobile, I was paying triple what I am paying now on the standard big wireless plan, and I will never go back. All plans come with unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get your new unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped right to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash campia. That's mintmobile.com dot com slash campia cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia and thank you to our friends at DraftKings and mint mobile for sponsoring this episode all right guys with that down let's get to the rest of the questions here shall we jonathan what we got up next what to do baby uh it says two hours away from watching dumb money nice uh, again look at the cast in this thing yeah. right uh sebastian stan uh, Paul Dano, obviously mm-hmm. leading, who's like one of the hottest guys in the business right now. Uh, Seth Rogen. I keep forgetting Ron Swanson's real name. <laughs> Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Thank you. Uh, Nick Offerman. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Uh, Michelle, not Michelle Rodriguez. Um, America Ferrera. America Ferrera. Vincent. Yeah. Who's just a Barbie. I mean, it's just. It's Anthony such Ramos a, is even in it. Yeah, it's such a stack cast. And again, it's it, based on this re- weird real life event. Dane DeHaan. I just can't. Oh, and Dane DeHaan, who 
Listen, after, for those of you who don't recognize the name Dane, Dane DeHaan, he was in uh, Chronicle uh, with Michael B. Jordan. He was actually the main guy in, in Chronicle. Uh, and after that, I saw him and I'm like, this guy's going to be a huge star. And he did several amazing movies. And then he was in Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Amazing, amazing Spider-Man 2. He was everybody's you. favorite Green Goblin. And... He hasn't really done a lot since then. Yeah. At least not a lot of recognizable. He is a world-class actor. He's amazing. I hope he makes a big comeback. All right, what's next? King Daddy Goat writes, I think DP3 will tie into Multiverse of Madness more than we think. I really don't think so. We said that about all of these and they never do. That's what's so frustrating. Yeah, everything is... This is all going to be more tied... I really don't think so. I think... I think you're going to see probably some references and stuff like that, but I think you're going to see them reference almost every Marvel movie. I think you're going to see them going after um, every movie they've done, every corner of the MCU. And I'm sure there's going to be a Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness joke here or there. But the reality is, and, and, and here's the thing, you can't just say, where they're going to have some multiverse in it. That's a tie into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I don't think it is. Because Deadpool had his own version of multiverse before Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness. Um, Shang-Chi has a different version of multiverse going on. Spider-Man uh, No Way Home had a different iteration of multiverse. I mean, there's so many different iterations and different explanations of multiverse just in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. I really don't think it's going to tie in too much to any one Marvel property. Now, I, again, I don't know that to be true. I just, I have a hard time believing that's the case. So anyway, that's just me. All right. Also, What's I didn't next? realize uh, Dane DeHaan was in um, Oppenheimer recently. I forgot about that. He had a small Oh role. my God, he was. Yeah. Yes. And I remember thinking when he came on, I'm like, that's Dane DeHaan. <laughs> a lot of people did that with uh, Rami Malek too. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute, this is Rami Malek. <laughs> All right, what's next? Um, Shamrock Vibes writes, accidentally clicked on toxic YouTubers earlier. Yeah, I've done that. Thought I asked them a question about misogyny with new hate laws in the EU. A change is coming. I'm not familiar with... Yeah, yeah I don't know what the laws are changing to, so... Yeah, in the... But uh, I know, so you know, you got to stay away from them toxic... YouTube because the, the those people will eat you up. They just look for an argument and they're like, and it's all the straw man arguments and it's all the what 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 about? Uh, it's just like, oh my god, get away! Uh, it's the, the what abouts. That's the thing that really kills me. But anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. It it is what it is. All right, what's next? Um, we got. Martial arts film freak. Uh, if Bad Bunny is out, bring in Mark Marco uh, Zoror from John Wick Four. He's a fully capable leading man with experience in Chilean cinema. Interesting. John Wick Four. I got to. I, I got to confess. Played. I don't know who that is in the movie. I mean, there's a lot of characters. I don't remember anyone bad in John Wick Four, so that's good news. Um, <laughs> I'll look it. But I, and listen, it's not like there's a lack of talent out there for potential people to play that role, right? There's a lot of trained, experienced, active, dedicated actors, you know, who would fit that role. And, and there's so it's, it's not like bad bunny's the only choice again, though, I'm, I'm going to bring this up. I think even having bad bunny attached to this, at the beginning has done damage to this property. Because now you had the one of the biggest celebrities in the world attached, and now they're gone. That hurts. 
Like even if they go out and get a much better actor to come in and do it, it's like the the the, the image of the movie and the project itself is already kind of now tarnished, right? Because you had a big celebrity and now very high profileishly they're gone. So who's going to want to step up and do that? Who's going to want to make it without them? And I, I don't know. Listen, lots of roles in movies have actors who are attached to it and then weren't attached to it. But there's something different when it's like one of the biggest stars in the world. And so I wonder if that hurt it. Like, because if they just had another actor, any any other, you know, actor connected to the project and then left the project and another actor came in, no big deal, that's the business. But with them making such a big deal that this is Bad Bunny's movie yep, and brought him out on stage mm-hmm. at CinemaCon and he's one of the biggest musical stars in the world and now that's the person who's gone. I think that hurts the project. I, I think it it hurts the the way it's going to be perceived. I think it hurts the image of it. And now are there going to be people, they go and get another actor? Are Bad Bunny fans around the world going to be resentful towards that actress? Like, you know, Bad Bunny doesn't have his movie because you're there. I mean, I'm not saying that's the way people will respond. I'm just wondering. It's <laughs> It could be. A little bit of a sticky, sticky situation for them. Yeah. All right, guys, listen, uh, I want to let you guys know, for those of you who are watching who are YouTube channel members, we are going to be having a YouTube channel member town hall meeting a little bit later this afternoon. I was going to aim for 5.30. So it's going to be right around 5.30 p.m., so about an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes from now. So if you are a YouTube channel member, we announced this earlier on the John Cabot Show, come on by. Hang out. It's just going to be an opportunity for our channel members and me to just hang out and chat for a little bit. Hope you guys will come by and make it for that. So we're going to cut it a little bit short here today for open mic so I can go get ready for that. So thank you, everybody, for joining us today for this little stream. Also, thank you to Ray Aura, mm-hmm. Jonathan see Boyko. See you tomorrow. And uh, to all of you guys, for our channel members, I'll see you in just a little bit at our town hall meeting. For the rest of you guys, I'll look forward to seeing you all tomorrow here on the show. We got an Aquaman 2 trailer apparently coming out tomorrow, so we're going to see if that is going to be good or not. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until next time, my friends, bye-bye.